Good morning, afternoon, evening, sports fans. It's That's What She Said, your favourite hour of the week. Georgie Parker here. Joined with me is Croc and Bush expert Mel Barbieri and 6PR journalist Ashley Nelson. Hello, ladies. Hi, Georgie. How are you? Oh, my God. Great. Oh, I'm not looking as happy as Mel Barbieri, but that is an off-air topic. (laughs) Uh, Because I sent my kid to school today, that's why I'm happy. No more homeschool bubs. That's uh, genuinely, that was my first topic of conversation because that is life-changing for you at the moment. Oh, yes, huge, huge. Um, Bit of spare time. A bit of spare time. Actually, I went to training. That's the first thing I did. I went and trained. Oh, I got a little bit of a suntan on my little nose here. I forgot to put sunscreen on. Look at me. (laughs) Out and about. (laughs) All the parents in the world are rejoicing. All the teachers are crying and they'll get to the end of uh, today and just be like, why, why? (laughs) I'm like, how many drinks can you have at (laughs) 9.15? A.M. As as you want. Yeah. Till you're sober at 3. Did I was cry? Holly excited and was wholly excited to see all very, those friends. Very, very, very excited. I was at work, so I didn't get to do the drop off. So Jeff did all the drop offs, and and he was there right bang on eight thirty, <laughs> and pushed her in the door. Um, <laughs> what's the earliest they? What's the earliest they come out of morning school care? That's yeah. the minute that he's going to get them there. That's exactly. Um, I don't care yeah. if it's raining, Holly. Get out. <laughs> yeah, get out. Kicked her out. And ran off. <laughs> She's like, bye, Dad. Um, no, she was very, very only child. Um, yeah, and then she actually afterwards. Oh, sorry. Internet in Melbourne. It just, Thanks, it just makes me laugh that it's just always you. <laughs> Why am I a robot? You're such a robot. I'm not sure. Maybe it's just like, you know how at Oscars they have the wrap it up music? Maybe yeah, our, like, oh. our, 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 our um, whatever this stuff's called is has the wrap it up bubs music and it's just yeah. turning you into a robot. robot. Um, well, yeah, so that's exciting for Holly, exciting for you and all those parents of Melbourne. So if you're a parent of Melbourne, which I guess we won't have too many of our 10 listeners um, <laughs> as parents, but if you are, I hope that you're enjoying some of that time back with yourself or with your loved ones there. Now, we just need to, it's the elephant in the room, guys. <laughs> yes. We need to get into what was a debacle on the weekend. I would say it was a bit more of a debacle than a debacle. Uh, and that, oh. of course, is St Kilda losing. So, this is what happened last week when Manchester lost, and then Liverpool lost worse, and I felt better. So, what happened was St Kilda lost, and then Collingwood get absolutely smashed, and I feel better. Oh, we got absolutely pants. But I would just like to point out, and I was actually planning, I completely forgot about it until just then, I was planning on getting the audio from last week, and I might actually add it in post-production, of me saying, and do you know what? This could be a bit of karma because I said we could lose by 10 goals next week and it wouldn't matter because Eagles then have not made it. (laughs) That was my exact words. And so is that an omen? Maybe. Am I still happy? 
I'm fine. Do you know why? Because eagles aren't in there and they're still looking and I love it. But I feel so I'm happy. I'm actually okay fine. now. Like I walked away from the weekend kind of feeling like I had won the grand finals. I think so, though that's how we feel about you guys not being there. I'm like, well, Eagles can't win it. It doesn't matter. So 2020, all in all, was a pretty good year for everyone, even though it's a great year. You made a final grand final. You, I think, yeah. Well, our grand final was last week. You guys just got confused with the date and the time, and so did the rest of the AFL teams. But last week was the grand final, so it's actually great. What a Collingwood would say. I had a good weekend though because Collingwood got knocked out. West Coast Fever got into the Grandy, and further to that point. West Coast Fever put out a tweet saying that they were through to the grandy. They use the term grandy. And when official communication comes out on Twitter from an official department, all that we can say is that maybe myself and the remainder of the 6% that agreed with me that it is a grandy, not granny, could indeed be correct. No, but you know what? I actually had to be on SEN today, this afternoon, with um, Bob and Andy about the grandy because... For some reason, Andy Ma, good friend here, thought that I was on Team Grandy. No. And he rings me up. He rings me up to go live on air to say, what are you doing with this? It's spreading. Stop calling it a Grandy. And I have to say, I'm, I'm not a Grandy sayer. I say, Granny, I'm trying to cut this out because where do you start? It's the same as, guys, this is the same as my stance on on over 15-year-olds should not be wearing Guernseys, jerseys, jumpers, whatever you want to call them, because it starts there, and where does it end up? It starts, it starts at Guernsey and it ends up with full face face paint. This starts as Grandy and ends up in communism, guys. So this is why you need to. (laughs) (laughs) That was my. You need to step it out there. (laughs) That was my question. I was like, no, it's not the same because I've been calling it Grandy for years, and it hasn't escalated. Where can it possibly escalate to? <laughs> Apparently, communism. But <laughs> communism—that's where it's going to end up, guys. So, look, at least it's all. Fair. I, ha- I have to put. Yeah, I've got to go on a whim now because it's actually just—it's just not okay. But look, I made sure that they asked me as well. They said, "What do you think the percentage of people in WA are calling it?" But then I'm asking more and more people, and they all saying Grandy now. But the people active on on social media are still very much in team granny. Um, we're all against the big dance, though. That's, I think, what we're about, not the big yes. dance. We're not the big dance. There's no space for the big dance because it isn't a dance. There's what about no the ship? We're going to the ship. That's a what? pub in Bustleton. <laughs> the ship. The ship. The ship. It's a floating. The premiership. <laughs> you don't call it that, do you? Yeah, that's what we say. We're going on the no. ship. Sorry, firstly, no, no. Firstly, why was this not brought up last week? Secondly, no. <laughs> now you've yeah, could be dual, ship. it could be it could be dual use though. I see I see the, the potential there. I mean premiership, championship. We're going on the ship. There's dual use. Well I see not it, the worst. But... Not the worst. Yeah. No, I I feel like that's not ever used, is it? I, I, I feel like it might be a little bit American. I th- Yeah, maybe it is American, championship. Because I think we started saying it when I've never heard it all started playing in America. Because I've never heard it in Australia. Like as in Because a- we like, we're going to the ship, we're going to the ship. No? Okay, okay, anyway. 
Oh, good. What? Why didn't you bring this up when we had this discussion? This is a whole nother oh, discussion. I think I might have, but I kind of roboted it out and you just we laughed at you and quickly moved on we laughed and we laughed and we laughed and we laughed but this is um we're just going to end with this little bit of audio about just how i feel about the season now we can just move off of the afl chat yeah i I can't think of a nice way to say that i don't really care so, look, I just feel sad for you that you've got three teams and none of them got through to the grand final. I have. That I don't is have... an atrocious 2020. And right? I know, no, can I just discuss something? Because mm, firstly. You're wrapping up. You're wrapping up. No, firstly, because I know you're doing this just to get a rise out of me. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Secondly, you know I don't have three teams. Get over it. Thirdly, we mm. won our grand final here because we're one, better, one point better than you. All right, let's move on. <laughs> This is ridiculous that you can control the podcast. <laughs> You're cut out now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you be host then. All right, we'll go to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, if you've been hearing a lot of this lately, meh, that is a goat because there are goats everywhere at the moment. That was my rendition of a goat. Um because they're genuinely, in the last few days, it's been goat after goat doing things. I know we throw the term goat. How many times have I said that word in the last 30 seconds? I know I know that term gets thrown around a lot at the moment, but these arguably are, you know, you've got LeBron, you've got Nadal, who Nadal's just won his 20th Grand Slam, 13th Roland Garros. Uh, LeBron's just got his fourth championship with the Lakers. There's so many of these players because it's that pointy end of the season. It's an exciting time for sport. Firstly, you don't think LeBron's better than MJ, do you, Bubs? No. 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 I I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, Like, he's very, very good, don't get me wrong. Um, But, yeah, I just grew up with Michael. So, yeah. With Michael, you're on first terms, <laughs> first name basis. <laughs> hey, I'll meet him one day. I'll meet him one day somehow, somewhere. And there, the and there was also um, Louis Hamilton, Ash. Um, Lewis Hamilton, yes. Equaling. He equaled Michael yeah. Schumacher's record of 91 F1 wins. And then also it was a good day for the West Aussie or Aussie as well, Daniel Ricciardo. He came in third, which is the first time in I think like 900 days that he's been on the podium uh, for Renault. And I think he was quite happy because it hasn't been a great success at Renault for him. But now he's got a little bit of success and he can move on to McLaren. So it was a good day for Lewis, a good day for um, um, Daniel Ricciardo as well. It's it's funny how we kind of, you said West Aussie there, we kind of claim... Aussies yeah. as our own, like for I'm from South Australia, clearly, and we do the same. Oh, Adelaide born Leighton Hewitt. Do you know what I mean? Like, we just have to make sure everybody knows that he's from Adelaide, actually. Like, it's so funny. I do you know he's from Western Australia? Is he, is he born in Western Australia? Who, Daniel yeah. Ricardo? Yeah, well, because, yeah sorry, I thought you yeah. meant Leighton Hewitt. Yeah, of course no. I do. I know. That. I was like, wait. Have I got this wrong? Because he was definitely a member of Memorial Drive. So- <laughs> What's Memorial Drive? The tennis club. Oh, right. Okay. No, no you, can- you can have oh. Leighton. We'll no, have I know Daniel Ricciardo. 
Actually, and do you know what? This got me. We had a question because Ash Barty, great tennis player, of course, this just got this very off topic. She was at the, the footy um, on the weekend, uh, yes. massive Tigers fan. Going of course, for she was Richmond, there in a Tigers jumper. Weird. Going for Richmond. Massive Tiggies fan. She's really good friends with Trent Cotchin. Um, anyway, she was there with, um, oh, far out. Was she with there with someone? The surfer. The fucking surfer, not not Mick Fitz Gibbons, the other one. No, Steph Gilmore. Steph Gilmore. Yes, Steph Gilmore. Yes. And one of our bosses goes, "Oh, can anyone tell that she's with Steph Gilmore? Arguably, um, a bigger bigger dog than Ash Barty." I'm like, "What? Bigger than the world number one tennis player?" I think that's Steph Gilmore's been number one. Yeah, of course. But then we're looking at like. Where tennis sits as opposed to fit, um, surfing, surfing and things like that. In terms of world coverage, who's a bigger deal? Um, mm. So that's like, because when I said, I was thinking we're talking about Leighton because he's like such a big deal. Ricardo or Leighton? R- Ricardo or number one in another sport? Where do they all kind of stand? So it's quite interesting. Anyway, that was very off topic. Um, um, yeah, Daniel you didn't like what he did. <laughs> I was just going through the world number one. <laughs> where um he did a shoeing after the the game bubs and you didn't like the game the the race the, the race, the race. He did, he, so he's forgotten so usually well he has this ritual i don't know how many times he's been on the podium but a ritual that he started when he won he's it been, he's been on a lot hasn't he well he won it, yeah you know? he was he was better at red bull yeah, it's been a while anyway. So everyone's forgotten that he'd done a shoey. So so did he. He forgot that he does shoeys when he gets onto the podium. So when he got off it uh, and he's in the um, in the tent afterwards, he's like, oh, I've forgotten. I've, I'm devastated. I've forgotten to do my shoey. And then he goes to put his drink inside his um, his boot. If you don't know what a shoey is, you take off your shoe and you put champagne in the shoe and then you drink from the shoe. That's I've what a, a shoe is. Does it have to be your shoe for it to be classified as a shoey, like the no, one you're wearing? No. So I have had my shoe poured with drink and then somebody else has drunk from it. That's like a, an ode to me, that which is really <laughs> gross. An ode to bubs. Yeah. Doing a shoey from Bubs's shoe is like great, awesome. And, but he did it on Instagram, and now I'm starting to think, you, like he's been in that shoe for a while. So did he do his boot he from? Offers, he, he offers it. I don't to know other which which as well. it was. What was that? Ash? Isn't that gross? He offers it to other people, like so. Yeah. You know, other people have to do a shoey from his shoe. I would never take any, I wouldn't even want to do a shoey from my shoe, let alone somebody else's shoe. That's like the most disgusting thing. And you know when you smell shoes and it's like you can almost kiss them through the smell. Like I can't imagine having to actually drink a liquid that comes, that has been infused with the smell of shoe and taste of shoe. I would like to, you know, we like doing lists here. I would quickly like to go through the list of the worst to the best shoes to do a shoey from. The worst clearly has to be like your boots, like either your footy boots, soccer, hockey I, shoes, honest, like honestly, playing shoes. 
I, I think it's about what you've done in the show prior. Yeah. Sitting Playing in a Formula sports. One, <laughs> sitting in a Formula <laughs> One sweatsuit with your boots on that are made of like aluminium, titanium stuff that doesn't breathe. Um, <laughs> dancing on the dance floor, anything that you've danced in. <laughs> That's a bad. no. Bad. Anything sweaty. Anything sweaty. So that's mm. why our hockey shoes were so disgusting because they were consistently wet from the ground. Yeah. And clearly then you'd grow socks in them too. Yeah. And you must not have blisters. That's the other proviso. I'm going to you say must. that I reckon at the top of the chart of what I would drink from would be a croc that they've worn in surgery because I think that they'd be very sterile and you could wipe it down quite easy and drink from it. That's why they wear crocs because they can wash them. Yes. So I think that all in all you're not going to have the aftertaste of what you would from a sweaty hockey shoe and it would just sort of slip straight in. So that's your number one. Yeah, I think that's I'm going to put one. it up there. After careful consideration of about 30 seconds, I think that that's a justified answer. Or a fresh shoe straight out the box. But see, this is this is the thing. This is the All thing. Fresh, <laughs> fresh shoe straight out of the freezer <laughs> that has had... That's um, cold. <laughs> frozen all the bacteria in it. No, but I think it's a it's it's very much, like I said before, an ode to that person. So if you love... Daniel Ricardo, mate, you're shoeing out, out of like you're definitely drinking from his show. Don't you reckon it's like that whole that the whole feeling of oh my god, it's Daniel Ricardo? I'd feel pressured when I do Daniel, a shoe. Yeah, yeah but who's the best person that you know? Like, who is your all-time favorite athlete? Hey, can you do it to yourself then? Who's yeah, the that's what person? I mean. I've drunk from my own hey. shoe. <laughs> Well, who could you Me. say no to, Parker? I mean, I'm pretty sure if I offered you my shoe with alcohol in it, you wouldn't drink from it. But if it was like... Well, depends who was watching. If I was trying to be a show-off, I'd do it. Oh, really? So <laughs> if Michael, Michael Jordan, if he hands me his shoe with champagne oh. into it, bang. I'm bang. like... That's it, showing off. It, and you'd done. lick it like dry. Mate, and then I'd run off with it. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. It's my kid's great college Imagine right there. Doing that. <laughs> there's certain probably athletes you know how some people like sweaty than others you're just like oh i would not yeah like do it out of their teammates shoes. like i can remember yeah. some teammates <laughs> like yeah there's certain people in your team family that you just yeah there's a dollar value to everything though isn't there there is there is well, <laughs> we discussed this that as athletes we do it without any payment because we just get yeah, determined competitive. and competitive <laughs> So what? you don't think I'll do it? I'll do it. I'm not scared. <laughs> what I mean, we're scared? in the middle of a dance floor and everyone's blind drunk and they're like, hand me your own shoe. Your teammates like, in a oh. wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Take your wheelchair, girls. That's a previous episode for those who need to go back and listen to that. That is not that probably doesn't sound too good in isolation. <laughs> yes. Actually, you know what? While we're on goats. Wheelchairs, tennis, Dylan Olcott yes. just asked, yeah, we should touch on him before we go because he's just got, is it his 11th Grand Slam and his, yeah, and back-to-back to back maybe for the Roland Garros. Mm. Um, he's a superstar. He's an absolute talent on the field, on the court clearly, but he's also such a 
a huge personality. He's someone that I love to listen to that's doing a lot for everyone, not just people with disabilities, but to just have a, a nice, sane voice. Yeah, he's good and he did well. I think he beat his arch nemesis and British rival Andy Lapthorne as well. So to sort of get over him and uh, come away with a win as well, I think that was um, great. And I like the fact that also that there's quite a, been quite a bit of coverage in it because let's face it, our Aussies didn't do particularly well at the, the French Open. So he's inspired us, given us hope and uh, came away with a win, which was um, which is good because, you know, as Aussies, we don't like losing. Let's be honest. Well, oh, absolutely. But, I mean, it doesn't help when you don't have your two best players over there. That's uh, true. Nick Kyrgios and Ash Barty staying back. Um, but drink but also, I guess, yeah, <laughs> I love that. But also, let's not forget what he did for the wheelchair tennis community, but actually getting the quad singles or, or all of them still um, in the competition for the US Open, so a few weeks before. Um, where he unfortunately didn't uh, get the chockies there, but he got that tournament up and running. Without him and his voice, that wouldn't have even eventuated. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And uh, as you said, good ambassador for the sport, good ambassador for tennis, not just wheelchair tennis, and uh, a good bloke, which we're all about good people. Which is strange because it means you're on, why do we have you on the Yeah, podcast? I don't know. I think we're trying to even it out, aren't we? We're still trying to work our way into heaven. So maybe by trying to get good people onto the show, uh, who knows, they might drag us along for the ride. Here's who, hoping. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's the halftime show, time of the show. That means it's everybody's favourite segment and probably the most pointless segment of all. It's halftime with Nelson. We can run a poll on that, I think. Next week's poll, favourite segment of uh, That's What She Said. Um, and I think there'd be some pretty clear <laughs> be your mum's favourite. Be my mum's favourite. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Thank you, Ash, for everything you do. <laughs> hey, I have two options here. It's a bit of a choose your own adventure. We can go with um, LeBron James or actually I've forgotten the other one now, so we'll just go with LeBron James. He won the NBA final <laughs> with the LA Lakers today. Um, game six against the Miami Heat. Took the LA Lakers a little while to get there. I think that they could have tied it, wrapped it up a little bit earlier. But anyway, got to game six and it was an emphatic win today. Uh, LeBron James, an absolute superstar, celebrated by having a cigar. Um, they call him, you know, the king, um, the chosen one. And I think lots of people obviously love him because he's a good basketballer. But he also won people's hearts today after the game because he chose to call his mum on FaceTime. And uh, take a listen because this is what he had to say. 18 years old, you bring a little ass, big head ass boy to the world. Come on, come on, mom. Like everything, everything that you have been through, everything that I've seen, there's no, there's nothing that's, there's nothing that can stop me. Because this shit is right here, is, this is nothing compared to the shit you had to go through. God is good. God is great. I, I, I hope I continue to make you proud, Mom. So LeBron James there talking with his mum. And it got me thinking, girls, I thought for today's segment is things that you've discussed with your mum or the last conversation that you've had with your mum, whether it be text message, whether it be a phone call, what did you call your mum for or why did your mum get in contact with you? I thought this could be interesting going back through our text messages. Well, Bubs, what do you – you get both sides of this. I mean, your mum – your kid's probably not calling you, but what's <laughs> – Yeah, probably doesn't mom, have a phone, does she? 
does the Holly last want time, the, the, the last time Holly called me is when I have to, yeah, wipe her bum. That's that's the only <laughs> time I get called. Um, that's the only useful thing I do um, around nice. here. Really uh, selling parenting. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm really hoping you don't call your mum now for that. No, I only. Sh- Mum gives me all the um, the old all the wog style cooking tips, like how do you make gnocchi? How do you how do you freeze a crock and bush when nobody comes to your party? Mm. <laughs> how do you? How long does it last? How- <laughs> Did she teach you that recipe? Yeah. Oh, you, um, Where please stop your stuff from getting. <laughs> <laughs> Georgie Parker, should we move on to what parents sent you a message? Well, I've got my old, my stepdad, Ralph. Now, we, we love Ralph. He's my number one fan. And I'm not usually the one calling him. I call him back because he calls me every morning. I've lived here for 10 years and he still can't grasp the time difference in summer. And he'll call me at 4 a.m. all the time on his drive to work because he knows I'm up early. Not 4 a.m. early, but pretty early. But he's very blunt with what he does. So he does things like he'll just forward on um, emails from um, like websites. When it comes around birthday and Father's Day's time, he'll just forward on like it says like Father's Day gift ideas and he'll just forward on that email. <laughs> so so things like that. He sends a lot of selfies with, with look at my new jacket. He's very sweet. But... But usually it's me calling it back about something lame and um, carrying it for the rest of the kids because the kids don't want to talk about help because he's, he's getting to that age where he just tells you about the boring things. In terms of mum, whenever mum answers my phone, the phone calls now because, I mean, probably guilty in the past of asking for a lot and giving little in return except for love and endearing daughter behaviours as we all we all know that that's what I am, but other than that, I do a lot of taking from her. And so when I answer, I call her now, it's, hello, as in, like, what do you want? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just calling for a chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's a bit surprised and confused. Sounds quite guarded. Um, yes. Oh, what's, what's happening here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm not so near. Yeah, maybe I am. Who knows? Um, but I, I am the daughter now that when we go out for breakfast would never bring my wallet. Is that? Do you ever grow out of that? Well, no, yeah. because you've always your wallet's usually coming back from somewhere that you've lost it, so it's just <laughs> on the process of getting back to you. So that's why you never have it. Just don't have well, it in the first this place. Is, this is true. I just well, yeah. At what point do you have to stop paying for things around your parents? <laughs> yeah. Like, do yeah. parents stop paying for things? Oh, when they're on the pension. That well, let's go with that. But my my favorite call was. Um, my my dad when I called him about my captaincy for Australia and he cried. That's oh. that's one call. That's one call I have made. Um, when I called him when I got notified before they made it public. Um, Did you have goggles on lying on the floor in a change rooms like LeBron? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't do it that way. <laughs> I was I was in the bathroom of a hotel <laughs> trying to be quiet so because none of my teammates knew yet. I guess you have some of those, you've had some of those um, those phone calls, I guess, same as telling your parents you were pregnant. What was, did you call them or was that face-to-face? No, that was, um, I, I, I made a little card with my ultrasound photo oh, and 
um, got them to open the envelope when we went to, to lunch. And, yeah, very – that, that was a good surprise as well. Mum cried, cry? yeah. Mum cried. Yeah. My dad cried. Um, yeah, so is your, that was fun. Your mum's not a crier, is she, Ash? I can't imagine Rob Dog's a crier. Oh, yeah, no, big crier. Really? Yeah, yep, oh. yep. She'll cry about something and then I'll cry because she's crying. And it's just this vicious cycle that we can't see each other in case we make each other upset. Yeah, um, but no, she is a big crier. But like, I feel as though, like, I haven't been able to give her any news. Like, what Bubs has been able to give. What about Olympic mom. selection or anything like that? Oh yeah, oh, maybe. My mum said. About my mum said, "Oh, thought you would." Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. Okay, cool. And just yeah. kept going on with it. I'm like, can somebody make a big deal out of this? And no one did. <laughs> My mum thought that I missed out because I burst into tears when I found out that I'd made it. I think I was just like relieved or happy. It was a weird mix of emotions. So I started crying and then my mum and dad, I think, went in and were like, oh, no, she's missed out. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I'm crying because I got in. Um, so that was a bit of a turn up <laughs> for the books. But she's probably listening to this crying because I haven't told her that I'm pregnant nor do I have an ultrasound photo that I can actually <laughs> give to her. But my mum tends to, my dad will usually call me to double check that I've changed my oil and how my car's going um which is you know he probably should because I don't ever change my oil or get my car fixed and service I've never done that no it just I don't even think about it until my car starts making funny sounds and realizes because it's got mm. no oil but my mum I mean I live by myself so she often feels as though she has to check in and I'm talking like every day multiple times a day so I'll get messages, and I'm not lying, like multiple messages, which just has a live question mark or the last <laughs> one was day off question mark. Like she tries to hide that she's checking in on me in some way. So she'll ask a question, just making sure that I reply so that I am alive. I mean, it's very, like, very sweet. But the other thing that she sent the other day, which I thought would interest you guys, is that it turns out, my mum is actually part of our 10 listeners because she said, just to let you know, I felt a little cheated when the pimple popper doesn't get the whole lot out at one time. When they break off, I feel so let down. It's weird. Do you feel the same? Question mark. Now, she's referring to our discussion about how I said you should all follow Dr. Pimple Popper because it's very gratifying. Um, and that was her last message to me. And I said, um, no, it can be a bit unfair like that. Sometimes <laughs> it just said, doesn't turn out. <laughs> and then I said, and then she said, and then I said, something. that was very so, wise of you. Yeah. Anyway, so that's um, that's my mum's last message. Not exactly as exciting as LeBron calling his mum saying that they'd won the, the championship. Nor Did that I'm pregnant. Nor that I'm why captain. <laughs> Mum just sends me um, a lot of um, articles that she thinks I need to know stuff because I think she thinks I'm like the dumb sibling, <laughs> the dumb daughter. So she sends me all these articles like from all these very in-depth sites so I can actually uh, expand my are knowledge they, a little are bit. Are they sports articles or is it just like about like No, like real, real stuff. No, like real. Oh, like a current affairs but like even – I'll put something on my Twitter. She's very focused on what I'm doing on Twitter. I put up a poll the other week. Who uses the first, who should get first use of the phone charger, right? And I gave yes. four options. I love a poll. Um, 
And then she has this big thing, a very interesting question brief first use of charger. It is in my opinion, and then goes in this, literally, it's a huge spill of who get the first charger because she's brought it back to the political thing. And, and I kind of look back on it um, when you look at the question. You can learn a lot about the person's character from the way they answer this question, she says. So Ooh, <laughs> think about it. it. She is, and she try, tries to make me a better human. Um it's not worked very well, but she's tried her very best. Well, that's, um, that's the size of my mum's message um, <laughs> about Dr. Pimple Popper. Hasn't made any reference to history, but, um, you know, it's good that they But interested. that's why our parents, and it is why our parents get on, Ash. They love a drink together when they see each other. Um, but that's Huff about Nelson it, really, in done. terms of Huff Nelson done. We didn't really get anywhere, but LeBron rang his mum. <laughs> We have one of our very close friends of the show. It's the taller and potentially more athletic version of Ash Nelson. We have our former co-host, Joanna, very tall, long leg, beautiful blonde hair. Weston, hello, beautiful girl. Hello, Georgie. Long time, no chat. <laughs> no chat, all the way from Brisbane. Now, we've got you on because it's a big week for you. You've got the... Grand final of the the netball. You're playing up against the Fever. Ash is a mm-hmm. Fever fan, being a born and bred WA girl. She she said, "Can we please get someone from the Fever?" Now, the first question we need to ask you though is, do you call it a grandy or a granny? Oh, neither. Neither. What <laughs> do you call it? The big dance. The grand if final. Ha- if you the had final. to abbreviate it, granny. GF. Granny, as in like your grandma. Yeah, yeah, Granny. Granny. Okay, great. That's See, the first question. The other would you like to Grandy? Like grand final. Grandy. grandy. It makes sense, don't you think? Grandy. Joe? Yeah. Yeah, like a grandparent. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Sorry, Ash. I'm Georgia well, on this one. Well, and normally Joe, we disagree West Coast on things. Media Department. <laughs> West Coast Media Department disagrees with you and calls it a grandy, as does us grandy. West Aussies. So anyway, best of luck oh. in the final. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us. Yeah, good luck in the, um, thank you. Good luck in the grandy. Not sure what that is, but uh, I'll be playing in the grand final. And that's the entire entirety of the interview. We don't need you anymore. We've got okay. what we need. Yeah. No, no, thanks for joining us. You are over in Brizzy and it's been, I guess, a slightly, well, a very different season and lucky you could get a season up and about and you've been over in Brizzy the entire time. What's that been like living in the hub? I mean, you're probably very used to it as a Diamonds player. A little bit, yeah. Normally we go away for maybe two to three weeks, but we have been away for two to three months now, so slightly longer time period than usual. But, yeah, I mean, we went through quarantine, which only the Victorian teams had to do. The other states didn't have to do that. And then, yeah, we've just been living up in the Queensland lifestyle for the last however long. It does feel a little bit like home uh, now that we've settled uh, definitely settled in, but yeah, it's been an interesting year. That's probably the understatement of 2020. <laughs> now I, I know Billy. Billy's called us and said, "Look, it's been with his uh, missed you a lot. She's missed you a lot, but unfortunately, she's heard rumours that you get to pat dogs while you're over there and act like they're your gauze. So, a little message from Billy: Stop <sighs> it. <laughs> oh no, I actually recruited. Recruited is a weird 
word probably to use. Um, I put out on Twitter, I crowdsourced a dog to walk um, and I've befriended this border collie called Shadow um, and their family are actually Lightning fans and I've also converted them to Vixen fans. So it's been a win-win for us all. Probably <laughs> a lose-lose for Billy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I have found a dog to keep me company whilst I'm up here because, you know, dogs are the best. They really are. Oh, yeah. And I miss Billy a lot. Well, who's Billy staying with? Your mum on on the uh, hazelnut farm, or yeah, she's um she's with my mum, and I get um kind of uh, passive aggressive text messages from her every now and then about how badly behaved she's been. But I know deep down she really loves her. Like whenever I hear her on the phone, she's out walking her, and she stops. She gets stopped by someone being like, "Oh, that's such a pretty dog," and you know she goes, "Oh yeah, she's a bit over two years old, and she's an Australian <laughs> Shepherd." She gives the whole. <laughs> The whole spiel. So I think um, I'm very grateful to have had someone looking after her whilst I've been away. But yes, I can't wait to be reunited in um, when I return back home. Now, grand final week. And I spoke to you earlier today when I asked you to come here and you were like, oh, I'm a bit nervous because blah, blah, blah. And I said, you've played in a World Cup final. You've played in a Commonwealth <laughs> Games final. What are you worried about? And you had, you kind of explained a bit differently. Why is this so different to that kind of experience? Yeah, well, I was in the the team when the Vixens won the premiership in 2014, but that was a while ago, and I didn't I didn't play in that game. Um, and this year we've played twice a week, and now we've gone back to playing once a week. So we've, well, you know, I've got a two week wait almost before we actually begin the grand final match. And normally in a World Cup or a Commonwealth Games, it's a tournament based format. So you play in the semi on a Saturday, and then you play in the final the Sunday or the day after. So there's very little time uh, to overthink. And you know, uh, get ahead of yourself. So I'm just trying to chill. I've been trying to chill for the last week, which, if anyone knows me, I'm not the best at. Uh, <laughs> but I'm fi- I'm finding ways to pass the time. That's for sure. Joe, I was Is that reading through an TikTok? article. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that too. <laughs> Inter- interest- interesting form um, that you've got going on there on on TikTok, uh, Joe. But um, I'm looking forward to you bringing out that. Uh, on the, on the weekend, I was reading an article though, and it described the Vixens as having a really stingy defence, which I guess is a compliment. Um, but you're going up against um, Janelle Fowler. Never, <laughs> she'll never buy a beer either. No. Exactly, exactly. Please, um, I just get people to buy me drinks. <laughs> smart, um, but you're going up against Janelle Fowler, Alex Signield, and who have been, you know, really good, especially in this like back sort of half of the the season. Last time you guys played the Fever, it was a draw. Does that make it a little bit nerve wracking going into this game, knowing that you've had such a tight contest against them last time? Um, a little bit, and obviously they've got Janelle, who is very tall. Uh, she sits at nearly two meters tall, and she's also pretty uh, solidly built. So that's you know a pretty challenge, big challenge for us defensively. I mean, we did draw last time, but we came down from fourteen goals down, um, which for us was a pretty impressive effort. With that, a draw really feels like a win. Mm. Uh, but they've definitely been playing really well the last couple of games, so it's going to be a big task for us um, defensively and across the board on Sunday. Now, they have had the new rule this year with the super goal. How have you found that as a defender? Super shot, Georgie. Super so close. shot. Whatever. Super shot. Super shot. Thing. Super shot. Super shot. How, shot. how have you found that as a defender? Do you like the addition? Do you want it to stay? Um, Bit of both? 
Um, I don't. I still don't really like it. Um, but if I asked a forward, if I asked a, a, a person, a shooter, a shooter, if I asked a shooter, what would they say? I think they'd say they like it. It makes them more valuable <laughs> as a player out on court, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, there's been pros and cons to it. I still don't really like it that much, but that's my own personal opinion. But, yeah, it is a bit weird um, when you see the ball kind of being chucked around in the circle to get it to what is a pretty um, specific space um, to shoot a, a two-point shot from, which I just think kind of ruins the aesthetics of the game. Um, and the general flow, but you know what? You just got to play to the rules. And, you know, in that game when we were down by 14, it really worked in our favour. So um, I'm hoping that it, the game on the weekend isn't determined by that um, because I think that would be a bit of a shame. We're, um, we're about to do our W League, Joe. I was wondering Ooh. how you feel about the hub. Like, would you do it again? Like... You know, when people put it to me, would you do a hub? Would you recommend a hub? And I think if I asked you, would you do it again? <laughs> if, you, if you had to and they said, look, we're going to do the hub again because of whatever, would you do it? Would you say yes? Oh, maybe given my personal circumstances. I think those, you know, that might have like um, a, a husband or like a really close family. Like I think it's been really tough for those people who have like elderly parents or people who might be sick in case something happens and just being removed from that environment. And also you have to get on pretty well with your teammates because uh, they're really the only company you've got whilst you're up here. But um, maybe not next year, uh, but who knows, we might have to if that's the only option on the table. But, yeah, I wouldn't rule it out as an experience, I think, Um at a different time. I mean, I know lots of soccer and like basketball players, like some of my friends that have gone over to Europe to play. I guess that's kind of like going into a hub to a certain degree, but uh, it's definitely had, uh, it's been a roller coaster, lots of ups and a few downs. Yeah, the A-League boys said that they would never do it again. So I was oh. just interested to hear what you would. But I think um, their restrictions were a lot tighter than yours because they were in Sydney. So maybe being in yeah. Brisbane is the is the saver. Yeah, they've been... Um, They've been more generous than the AFL footballers have, but there's definitely been some things which have probably been a little bit frustrating given um, how COVID-free Queensland is. And I think some of the rules they've put in place have been more about optics than actually um, and what we're perceived to be doing rather than what is the actual circumstance, which for me, my logical brain says and that's a bit annoying. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you just got to take it that you understand there has to be black and white rules because otherwise, you know, there'd be... Fifty Shades of Grey, but probably not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not like that? Yeah, yeah, I know. Caitlin Thwaites retiring at the end of the season. Are you sure that she wants to retire? I mean, I was watching her the other day. She's still a gun. Um, well, I think yeah. I'm. I mean, I can't really comment on what her she personally would have wanted to have done at the end of this year. But, yeah, it's been pretty taxing, I think, especially. I mean, we've been playing twice a week too, so those people who maybe are potentially older or have got, like, a longer training age have found probably backing up a little bit tougher. Not that I'm a young and one anymore, but, um, you know, there's a whole lot of different factors. And, um, yeah, I think both her and Tegan have had phenomenal careers, so we're just hoping to send them out on a high on Sunday afternoon. And last one before we let you go, Jojo, what what are you doing after the season? Are you going to 
Yeah, you're going to stay in Queensland a little bit longer. A lot of the AFL guys have done that um, just to let things set a little bit more in Melbourne, which is very understandable, of course. You're going to have a little bit of holiday. You're going to get back to your billy. Uh, we have Diamonds Camp, so that will run for a week after the Grand Fire, a couple of days after that. And then, yeah, I am. I think I'm planning on staying in either Queensland or maybe heading down to Sydney to see some friends down there and maybe do a roadie back uh, to Country Vic because I'm not sure what the restrictions are going to be on regional to metro Melbourne. So I don't um, want to be in metro if we fly back to Melbourne and then not be allowed to go back up to the farm. So I'm just playing it by ear at the moment. I'm just a nomad. I'm a woman of the world, <laughs> a woman of Australia. Um, You're a gypsy. You might end up in Byron at the yeah, way you're talking. definitely not. But my best friend from school is up in Brisbane, so I can always just sleep on her for as long. Possible, she'd be like, "Oh, I'm sick of you. Please go back." But yeah, we'll wait and see. We've got a few tentative plans, but nothing solid. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Joe. We'll be watching on the weekend. It's on Channel Nine. It is on Channel Nine. I think it is at one p.m. on Sunday with daylight savings. Annoyingly, we are one hour behind, and we're really crossing our fingers that Dan Andrews' presser doesn't interrupt the network. Yeah, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Actually, please, excuse yeah, me, Dan, please. you can uh, yeah. see one of the reporters on. now. Excuse me, Dan, wrap it up. Have the wrap-up yeah. music yeah, playing we'll in the background. Definitely. <laughs> so, um, thanks, guys. Well, I, thank you, um, thank you, hun. Good luck. We'll be cheering for you and old mate up there will be going for the fever, I can imagine. Yeah, good but... luck for the grandy, Joe. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll see. Bye, All right, it's coming to the pointy end of the season for the NRL and the AFL. And, of course, us as experts, should we uh, give a tip for the NRL and AFL? I actually, guys, won all my NRL multis on the weekend and lost all my AFL multis. So I actually think nowadays I am an NRL expert. (laughs) Right. Are you going by the mascot theory or what was your...? No, I'm going by the theory of ask somebody who knows stuff put their tips on which is what i've been doing my afl though on the weekend who would thought i went very heavy in collingwood um like even scott penderall didn't touch the ball for law didn't touch the ball so i I was absolutely a fail whale on that but let's get into some rugby we've got two games prelim final we've got the nrl we've got the storm up against the raiders the storm of course having that week off storm yeah storm for me Oh, I might as well go Raiders and. Oh, you just want to be different. Live life on the edge. With your head, not your heart. I don't. Love it. I I wouldn't even know the difference. (laughs) You wouldn't even. The Storm. Come on, Storm. Cameron Smith. Oh, yeah, I know him. But, like, I mean, it doesn't mean that the Raiders aren't any good. Okay, go for it. All right. And then. Okay. The Faders, is that what you called them? (laughs) I don't understand the milk reference with them. They're, They're sponsored by the milk. Are they? Yeah. The Canberra milk. Anyway. I don't know. Anyway, uh, and the other game, we've got the Panthers up against the Rabbitohs. I love how we we tip these that we actually know anything. We don't know anything, do we? No. Nah. Well, I felt nah. like, did we tip the Rabbitohs last week? I did. I did. Oh, yeah. There you go. I did. I had the Rabbitohs by um, over 10, and they did. They won by 16. I'm going to go to the Panthers. That's right. Because I know Nathan Cleary. Oh, you know someone. Oh. Yeah, I really wanted to feature on his TikToks, but 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Rabbitohs. Although I didn't, they didn't have a great first half last week, but I'm going to go the Rabbitohs. What do you reckon, Bubs? You don't know. I was doing Rabbitohs as well. And, of course, we don't really care about the AFL because none of our teams are in it, but we're going to go for it. We've got the Port Adelaide Power up against the Richmond Tiki Tigers in Adelaide. So I think that plays a massive part of this one. Port for me. I'm going to go with my heart to the point, and hopefully my head. Yeah, Port as well. But I have concerns, oh. unfortunately, because I really don't want Richmond. I... Yes, neither. I'm the same. I'm going to tip Port because I really want them to win. I think they played well against Richmond earlier in the year. It's at home. They've had a week off, but Richmond did not have a tough game during the week, and that can sometimes work into their hands as well. Um, And they're good in finals, aren't they? I really hope they don't, but I'm tipping Port. And then other game, the Brizzy Lions up against the Geelong Kitty Cats. Um, Hmm, At the Gabba. Brizzy. Brizzy. Because it's at the Gabba. Brizzy for me too. God, I want him to win. I'm going Geelong. Okay. They played so well on the game. They'll be up on confidence. I just Gab- – Lions at the Gabba, they've only lost on three confidence. games there in the past. Uh, yeah, but there's a different style of game when they would have been absolutely, um, like, knackered after that game against Eagles because it was a tough game. Um, it – Yeah. There's a difference between smashing a team by 70 points and winning by one <laughs> in terms of how you, how yeah, you back so, it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, in terms of fatigue. Um, yeah, Lions. Uh, oh, they could have been um, sipping champagne at halftime too. Anyway. Who? When you smash Power. a team by Pass. 70, you're Too sipping long. champagne at halftime. Yeah, yeah, you are. I'm a potato. We roll potatoes. Guys, favourite and last segment, Spud Awards, where we nominate, (laughs) we nominate the scale, it's a potato scale, from all the way from the dreaded boiled potato all the way up to a fry of how people, someone performed during the week. Bubs, what do you have for us? Um, For me, like there's a lot of talk about LeBron um, you know, winning his fourth title and all that stuff. I'm going to go for um, one of the Lakers, but his name's um, Alex Caruso, and he's gone from being in the G League, which is the NBA Development League, to an NBA champ. So he, he you know, he was in college. Um, he missed out on the draft, went into the the G League, Got drafted, played in summer league for um, NBL, NBL, <laughs> NBA, um, and then got picked up by the Lakers in 2017 and has worked his way uh, into getting an NBA championship. So big kudos to Alex. I'm not going to give him this huge fries because he played like 23 minutes, but, <laughs> um, you That's know, he lot, does. Right? Yeah, he, he gets a bit of a, you know, a wedge. I think he's going to be a wedge with some sour cream and sweet chilli sauce. Good job, like, Alex. Good journey there. I like mm. it. I hate the word journey, but I used it. Nelson? Well, listen, no one knows this um, girl, but I'm going to be giving um, some boiled potatoes to the boy at Brook bus driver. 
Um, now, clearly doesn't have the ability of Daniel Ricardo or Lewis Hamilton because my friend just sent a message to me. She said, so just thought I'd send you a bit of a story from today. Driving home from school this afternoon, the girls and I came across an echidna. Stopped safely on the side of the road to show the girls because they'd never seen one before and I wanted to push it off the road before a car came along. Next second, we heard someone coming down the road, so jumped to the side safely. A school bus comes down the road, didn't slow down and ran straight over the top of the echidna in front of the girls. Moral to the story, next time don't stop. She's like, I'm going to need a drink tonight. So Boyer Brook bus driver, pay attention. And if someone's on the side of the road with two girls, there's probably something there that you need to be aware of, that poor echidna. (laughs) So it's been a very traumatic first day back for my friend and her two little girls. Was it girls. flat? Like, was it dead set flat? Oh, listen, don't have the details of that, but... Can you get um, me a picture? <laughs> I don't know oh, if we need to be so graphic. I know, I know, but it's just one of those things. That, I mean, talk about bad timing. You're trying to educate your kid about the beauty that is the echidna. Oh, the lovely old, And then the old school bus <laughs> is plodding down the road. Oh, they should be slowing down anyway when kids are around. Um, yeah, boiled potatoes, that sucks. Um, now, mine is to Mark Robinson, um, chief footy reporter at the Herald Sun on Fox Footy. No footy reporter safe with you. Huh? No footy reporter safe around you. Oh, no, it's either Kane Corns or Robbo. Anyway, this is flog behaviour. Now, during the match, uh, during the week, um, a player touched the ball. It was against St Kilda. A Richmond player touched the ball over the line. Account bounced back in. The umpire didn't really know what was going on, but he called it a, a point as if it was touched. Went to the arc and the arc came and said it was as well. Now, Mark Robinson tweeted, when you claim to be touched the ball when it's gone through for a goal and you didn't, is that A, a white lie, B, gamesmanship, or C, cheating? To which he said, Nick Wilson said, when you know you touched the ball, the goal umpire thinks so too, but someone watching from the stands calls you a cheat. What is that? So a little oh, bit of a clap back there from yeah. Nicky Boy. Yeah, he, he's come out and um, deleted the tweet um, because you can't be claiming that somebody's cheating when really every single person, well, the players called it and two umpires have called it a point. Um, I've had one where, point. like, think, putting this in hockey terms, Parker, you probably would have been the same. Balls come in, been a clash of sticks, the ball's deflected, you think it's hit your stick and gone into the goal, but it could have well and truly maybe come off the defender's stick. But it's hard to know. You're in the vicinity, you've had a hit of sticks, and you've kind of gone, yeah, I think I've got a touch on that, and actually mm-hmm. you haven't. I don't think it's cheating. I think that there are some occasions when you genuinely believe that you have got a touch yeah. on something or it's been close and it's not a cheating, it's just a genuine, like, I actually think that that was fine yeah. or it's come off your foot but you've actually, like, it's been by the slimmest of margins with hockey and you haven't actually yeah. even felt it. So I actually, you know, people kind of say, oh, it's so black and white. And I'm like, well, in the heat of the moment, sometimes it's actually not. I completely agree because it's going so fast. There's a lot going on in your mind. And it's the same as with cricket. And that's why a lot of the players don't walk because mm-hmm. if you, once you start walking, you've got to be continuing that, continuing that. You always have to walk and you're putting yourself up in everybody's mind of if you don't walk, then you are cheating when 
like you said, you sometimes don't know and that's why they just go, well, we'll just wait to see what the umpire says because I don't want to get it wrong because you firstly might walk unintentionally well, when you yes. shouldn't and sometimes you walk well you don't walk when you should and then that's when people go oh well you usually a walker and you didn't that means you cheated yeah so it's just easier to stay straight but um mark robbie's deleted that tweet because i think he got a bit of a bit of feedback um and nick's little clap back so chips for nicky potato <laughs> boiled you, potatoes for... now anyway because you've got so many cameras and technology yeah. like What's the point in cheating? Because it, you're just going to look like a flog if you do cheat and try and make it look like you've done exactly. the, you know, you, you know, you have got a touch on it. So I don't think anyone would really do that now at the peril of looking like you're just an idiot. Exactly. And I think what Roro needs to be attacking is the AFL's arc, yeah. if anything, <laughs> the, the, the quality of the cameras or, like, there's a lot there that he could be pointing his anger towards, not an individual player. Um, but that's all right. But, you know, we live and we learn, do we not? What have we all got this week? That's the end of the show. What do we have? Anything? That's it? No. No, well, I'm asking you a question. We're still recording. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, what else have we got? <laughs> You've got another day at so school. We're going to have another fun day this weekend. School. Oh, Holly's going to school. I can do whatever I want. Yes, you no, yeah. I'm still getting I've up. Heard. I'm still getting up at uh, three three thirty in the morning. It's not that much fun, but I might right. actually go for another kick on the, on the park tomorrow after work. It's all happening. Get your mind out of the gutter, Ashley Nelson. <laughs> oh God! It's not right, even I'm there. Wrap this up before this becomes a PG to an MA fifteen plus. Kind and of show. And the rest, cheapest. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, tell your mum, um, tell your friends' mum. Talk to your mum. Talk to your mum. Give her a call. Yeah. Let us know what she says. And uh, if you're having a punt, gamble responsibly. Bubs, you look tired. Have a nap. Let's see.